Hello, what's up, and welcome to the In Between Podcast. If you're new here, please like, subscribe, ring the bell, and check out our blogs at inbetweenpodcast.com. If you're not new here, and you're not subscribed, you should also join and, you know, subscribe. That'd be pretty cool. Absolutely. Get in there. Get on it. Get ring, on it. Ring the bell. I don't even know what that... Why, why, why are the bells ringing? Um... I don't know. Some platforms you ring a bell. Some platforms you hit a little thumbs up. I, I don't know why. I, I, I okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, this week, I guess we're uh, we don't get to really talk that much, right? No, we're we're our channels taken over. Our channel's been taken over by uh, two people that uh, we are had pretty a, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a lot of fun with them the last uh, time they were here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, now we're sitting here by the microphones all by ourselves. I'll be lonesome. And you so just sad. played in the microphone. I wish I had recorded it, people. It was amazing. She just played. You Give Love a Bad Name by Bon Jovi. Again? And yeah, the second time. I We've mentioned it on this podcast before. And we figured out that uh, we looked up the release date. It was released in 1986. 1986. I was in the fifth grade. Wow. And, you know. Even I'm older than that. <laughs> Older than that. I'm just saying I'm older than fifth grade. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and here you are telling me stories about your class <laughs> singing. You said a good majority of the class. Yeah. The song came on or the teacher put it on. Yeah, okay. And, uh, so, all the kids were singing. Is that right? Yeah, so we were we were reading this book, right? Yeah. It's Great Expectations by Charles Dickens. Classic, apparently. Um, <laughs> uh, you said, Mr. Charles, I... I, I don't like, I can't remember exactly what you said. When? In a couple of podcasts ago, it was hilarious. Mr. You're like, Charles, Mr. Charles, I hate your white man writing. <laughs> anyway, go on. Anyways, so we've just gotten to the very end, and I'm, apologies, but I'm going to spoil it. This old woman basically sets herself on fire, <laughs> and we were, we were talking about the symbolism of this, and we, ha- we usually have to do writings on each of the chapters and stuff. And while we were doing this writing on the symbolism of the lady setting herself on fire, which just seems like she's crazy, doesn't really mean much to me, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Mr. A- oh, oh, I shouldn't say his name. The teacher. The teacher. Yeah. My English teacher. The teacher. Was playing uh, music in the background that all involved fire. Right, had fire in the name or in the lyrics or whatever, and then at the this end, this girl is on fire. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh, no, I think there were more like eighties, nineties songs. I don't even know what that song is. It's Katy Perry. I is think. it really? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Watch me be wrong. Uh, okay. Um, anyway. Anyways, <laughs> uh, at the end we had like ten minutes of free time, and Mister Teacher. I keep almost saying his name. Um, Mr. Teacher was like, we should play a love song to represent Pip and Estella's long lost love, you know? And um, he started playing some, I don't remember, it was a Beatles song. I don't remember what the name of it was. And then I went up and said, no, this is too lighthearted for their broken apart love. We have to play You Give Love a Bad Name by Bon Jovi. And he immediately, like, bursts out laughing. And I walk back over to my desk, and like two seconds later, it's going through the chorus. It's like 
play, it's yeah. blasting in the spe- we have speakers in our ceilings yeah. at our school yeah and it's just blasting and every, like half the class probably more than half the class is all singing the lyrics which this is mind-boggling to me and we won't go real deep into this but because <laughs> we could talk about this for a long time uh and we got you know other things that people want we have an actual it. topic for this one but uh we were just in portland at, mm-hmm. with my sister and you were with 300 young people yeah. in a gymnasium yeah, singing like every like if it was a popular dance song in yeah. the last 20 years it was played at this thing what was their dancing queen and, and everybody all the, all the kids your age were sing they sang all the songs like and they knew them all yeah. they were all excited about yeah. them and what, was, what was the last one there's the last song was like it is like a oh, tradition. Oh, it was uh, closing time. No. No, 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 no. Well, that's... Yeah. That's a different one. That's when they... After they told um, everybody to go home. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the, my whole point in all that is <laughs> is that you, everybody me. sang all these songs. And your generation is quite a musically diverse uh, generation. It's pretty fascinating. I... Yeah. I know we're not, we're not really supposed to talk about this very much, but like, I feel like we should do a podcast on music. Because well, we should. My generation is extremely in tune with Tunes. music. Yeah. No pun intended. Wow. That was really bad. <laughs> that was one of the punniest jokes I've heard I said. Stop. <laughs> Your mic privileges have been revoked. All right. Well. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we won't go into uh, more nonsense, but uh, we're going to give you a little bit more of uh, our Respect. good friends, Huli and Lele. And we're going to talk to you about respect and uh, what we've learned over the last few years at the gym uh, in regards to respect and how important it is not only for uh, us in the jiu-jitsu world, but really how important it is in our lives in general. So hope you enjoy. So obviously dedication, discipline, respect, that's the three things that are on the wall of the gym, right? What does respect mean at the gym? To you guys. What I see is just, you know, you show respect to everyone else, you know, and you get respect back. You don't show that you have big power. Like, look, for me, you know, I'm brown belt. I can tease, you know, like what Bruno says, like, oh, I'm the boss when he's not there. That I try not to use it as like, you know, oh, I'm the boss, you know, when he's not there. Yeah. You know, they're in like balance. Sure. Try to keep it balanced, you know, show respect. Be a friend to your, to your students. Talk to them. Be there. It, it's it's actually one of the things for me that really kind of blows my mind, even still, and I've been there a while, <laughs> that a guy who is a, a colored belt, whether it be blue, purple, brown, particularly brown belts and purple belts, I'm like, these guys have been here for a while, yeah. you know, to, to be at that level. They've been there for a while. And that they will patiently give me the amount of time mm-hmm. and um, talk to me respectfully. Um, not because I'm one of the older guys at the gym, but just because that's the way you do it. I mean, they, they, yeah. they do that with everybody. It, well, also because like they've been in your shoes before. That's they've, the th- they've been a white belt. They've been the, that new guy that was there. Like, Oh, doesn't know what's going on. Doesn't yeah. know, like, doesn't even know what an arm bar is yet. Or it doesn't like, <laughs> Know how to pass a car or anything basic. So, I mean, even as if they listen to this podcast and they listen to us talk or any of the last two, 
the color belt guys, they're going to be going, oh, that's really cute. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. These white belts are yeah. doing a, a <laughs> podcast, and they're talking about jujitsu. They don't know anything yet. I mean, if anything, that that's what we've talked about that we've learned is like. We don't know anything. We don't know anything. Yeah, it takes it takes some time for you to know. To know. <laughs> right, yeah, to right. And, know. And, and the longer, I mean, you feel the same way, yeah. right? Well, not nothing, but you, you're like, I'm a brown belt, but I still got so much. Of course, yeah. Like, brown belts, like, you know, you're there at the top, but you're not really, you still have more to learn. You still have, you know, there's many more things that, you know, you can figure out or you can, like, you know, to learn to help you with jiu-jitsu, with, you know, your jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Of course, it, it'll help you in life as well. Yeah. I think if you don't think that way, there's something wrong, you know? Because if you're a brown belt and you're like, I know a lot of things, you know, I know enough. There's something wrong right there because everybody has something more to learn, even a black belt. So you you also said something like, oh, um, they're going to think we're cute and all that. And we are talking about it before we got here. And you know the basic, you know, you know, you have to respect, you know, the things. And some of the things that you said before in the podcast, they're true, you know. So you know something. It's not like, oh, you're cute. You think you know something. Right. You actually know the at least the basic. Right. So I think you are already like better than a lot of people yeah. out there that they don't know they need to respect. They can't be cocky. Like they know everything. It's not like that. So you are better than a lot of brown and black belts out there. And I can say that for sure. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> Whoa. I don't need a belt. <laughs> uh-huh. It's something that Daphne Not said to, you know, like, it doesn't matter your belt. It doesn't matter if I'm going to roll with a big kid or a small kid, a black belt, or it doesn't matter the belt. It's like what you know. It's your knowledge. You know, it's how you handle the pressure. It's how you do things. So it really doesn't matter. You know, you can go out there and train with a black belt and you're going to be better than him. It doesn't matter your belt, doesn't matter anything. So you cannot be cocky about it, you know. You just need to know that after that you'll be like, well, I'm going to learn from that, you know. You can't just be like, oh, I know everything, you know. Like, I'm going to go with a white belt, you know, I'm better than her. And then you get, you know, like, she, I don't know if I can say this, but she kicks you, you know, like something like that. She smashed you, let's say that, she smashed you. (laughs) And you just like, you get so upset and all that. It can be like that, you know. Right. Just see what you did wrong and try to get better at it. Going back to the like, like what you said, the ego <laughs> needs to be out the door, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you if you have an ego, you it's you're wasting bye-bye. your time. Yeah. yeah, with the whole like respect thing, not just with your like professors and instructors, but like to the people that you're fighting, it's like you don't really you don't really earn respect, and you don't like really wait for somebody to respect you either it's just like an automatic like everybody respects everybody no matter what you don't really you don't really earn it i mean you can lose it you can definitely lose respect from other people they're still really nice to you but then they're gonna beat you up when you fight them and then they'll shake your hand at the end of it (laughs) and they'll be like oh good match and it's like yeah they got mad at me for that or something like that i had a rib injury and um was out for quite some time and you intercostals. Yeah, I've had several injuries. <laughs> uh, I'm 48. Give me a break. Um, and I was I was actually watching, and I won't name who it is, but it was hilarious The whole when the whole thing went down. It was a young white belt guy that had come into the gym not long after COVID had happened. Big kid. 
and he was going up against a colored belt guy and that, and he was obviously a wrestler probably in high school. I mean, he was just super aggressive and proceeded to really rough up the color belt to begin with. And even at one point had him in a guillotine, which, uh, and, and they went across the mat, a good majority of the mat. Do you, do you know what I'm, you may remember the, this going down, but anyway, I remember you telling me I about it. It was, I it was, it was amazing because as I'm watching him, the, the colored belt essentially just defend himself. That's all he was doing is defending himself. Well, mm. as you know, white belts, when they come in, they go hard for the first minute and then they're gassed out. Yeah. Yeah. And for the next three minutes, the colored belt proceeded to submit him five times in a row. <laughs> and I, I, every time it happened, I laughed because he would just jump right back up and he slapped the kid's hand and he's like, let's go again. You know, and the kid, you could just see, was like, he's trying to keep his countenance and trying to keep his ego and trying to keep all of that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he was just getting submitted time after time after time. And, uh, I caught eyes with the color belt and, and, uh, and I kind of snickered and he just kind of grinned, you know, like, <laughs> yep. And, and it was a matter of, if you don't respect, like somebody will teach you that you you need to res- be respectful, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's like you know you're humbling, you know the the new person. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, you know it's jiu-jitsu, you know it's much more than just being aggressive and going crazy and like like wrestling, you know, like oh you you're strong, you're crazy, like you're fast and you go crazy. It's it's not how it is, you know. Jiu-jitsu is more. Calculated. Yeah, yeah, calculated. Yeah, calculated, smart, you know, be calm. That's what it is. Yeah. It's a little more graceful than wrestling, <laughs> I think, if you're doing it right. I was going to say. If you're not doing it right, then you're kind of flopping around. I've watched my videos. I wouldn't call them graceful. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're not a black belt yet, so you're not going to be as graceful as Everyone's got their own style, you know. I'm like, man, your hips are stiff as I'm watching (laughs) my videos. (laughs) You need to stretch more. (laughs) You know, like you're talking about what happened. It just reminds me. Sometimes you see like a color belt training with a white belt, and then the white belt is like smashing him, and then he just stop and be like, oh, you need to do like this, like teaching, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, you're just doing that because you know you're being smashed and you don't want to look bad, you know. You see that so many times. And sometimes, you know, like I'm watching it, I just want to laugh, but I can't. I'm just like, why people do like that? You know, like, why you got to be like that? Yeah. You know, it's just so funny. I've done it before. <laughs> so there's a couple other things that I wanted to make sure that we talk about when we talk about the respect thing is um, there – Every white belt, when they walk in, or every person that comes into the gym for the first time, you kind of run them through the same, this is what's going to happen, this is why. Can you just t- talk the audience through, like, what happens and why you do what you do, um, like getting on the mat, how people line up, like, all that kind of stuff? How we enter the mat is how we bow, like, you know, we bow on the mat, how we go off the mat, we bow. And, and what does a bow look like? Is you you know have your hands right next to your legs, and then you bow and you slap your legs together. Then, yeah, you, you know, like bend at the hips, essentially, yeah, kind of like it's yeah. like what you would see in a Japanese samurai, samurai movie kind of thing. You know, right? like, you know, like karate movies or something like that. You yeah. see, you know, like yeah, the Karate Kid or something. You see them bow <laughs> at each other, right? Yeah. Of course, you bow and you shake hands, or to go on the mat, you bow on the mat and then you come off. It's not like go on your knees and bow. You stand up, you bow. Go on the mat. If you want to go off the mat, stand up, bow. Yeah. And then you go off. And for like 
people of faith that are listening to this are going, what you're bowing? Like, no, it's just just like you said, this isn't like, Oh, I'm, I it's, it's, it literally is a sign of respect, right? I respect the mat. That's how it is, you know, because, you know, in Japan, that's their culture. They, they bow, you know, like at each other. Sure. It's like shaking hands. It's like shaking hands. You know, they add the bow, you know, instead of shaking hands, they bow at each other and they move on or, you know, they bow and they talk. So I think that's what, um, Jiu-jitsu from, you know, the Brazilian jiu-jitsu, that's how, like, it got carried, you know, Japan, a little bit of Japan, and then having some jiu-jitsu from Brazil and then bringing it here. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how, that's what, you know, Bruno had to do when he was training in Brazil. I think that's how it went. And 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 Lele, was it that way at the gym when you were there? No. (laughs) Or a little looser? No, yeah. So, it's not like that anymore. Interesting. So... That's why I like the way he does right here. It looks more organized. Right there, you just more traditional. sit down on the mat and just wait until class. You can be stretching there, just like there sitting down. And then when the black belt show up, you just stand up and everybody shakes his hand. That's all. Gotcha. And I don't know. I kind of don't like that. I, and and I, so, I, so at know. our gym, we all stand around. Nobody goes on the mat until... Until whoever is leading the day yep. steps on the mat and says, okay, guys, let's go. And then we all enter the mat at the same place, shake the instructor's hand at the time. Yeah. And then um, shake everyone else's hand. And know. shake everyone else's it's, hand. It's just, a, you know, make sure that everyone's, you know, respectful for, to each other. That's so the, the other part of that is, is that we all line up in. By rank. By rank. And really not just by rank, but by kind of how long you've been there too right yeah basically like if you know what were you gonna say daphne well i was also gonna say like for kids it's a little different like because sometimes we'll go on the mat before class starts but we always sit in our rank you know like if you're like there are like two white belts with both who have white stripes like two white stripes you know or something like that if it's a girl and a guy a lot of times a girl sit in front or if it's like whoever's trained longer, um, <laughs> whoever's trained longer might sit like in the front, but we always sit down in our ranks and we like we wait. We just wait. We don't we don't really bow, but we always bow or like shake hands when we're bowing off the mat. And how do you guys wait? Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Well, uh, are you guys horsing around? Are you? Uh, are you being loud? Are you laying down, laying down on the floor? Are, well, I can't. Speak. What What will Laylee do if you're doing any of those things? I can't speak for other people because I've seen some people like, I don't know, sit funny or something like that. But usually you sit crisscross applesauce or, you know, sit like. And, it, and if you like don't, meal. you will get called out, right? Yeah, you'll get called out. And we just like kind of have quiet conversation. And why is that? It's the respect, you know. It's respect. Sometimes it's you know, like, we do tell the kids, you know, go sit down on the wall. You're back at the wall, you know. You can talk, just don't be loud. Don't you know, like turn around and all that. And sometimes you know, when some kid is doing something wrong, you just call the name and you look at the kid. And the kid already knows, you know, they know they're doing something wrong. And you know, like that's something that I really like, you know. Even though they're doing something wrong, they know and they're gonna correct and they're gonna do it right. Yeah. That's, you know, something that you, when you get to the gym and you look at all the kids, you can really see who's been there for longer, who just taught it and who's been there for longer. Because the kids that have been there for longer, they for sure they're going to be more respectful sure. than the other kids. 
and it's something that you you can really see the difference sure back then uh the kids didn't sit on the mat and waited the kids had to sit off the mat same thing like the adults okay like, you know when pandemic happened you know bruno changed it a little bit have all the kids just sit on the mat just so you know we don't shake each other's hands of course we shake at the end but yeah. That's how it used That's to be. after you've all rolled and rubbed yeah. all your germs all over each other. <laughs> yeah. But now I think we just kept, we just kept it like that. that just so it could be easy. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you remember that, Daphne. You probably do. When you guys used to sit off the mat. Kind of. She was not pre-pandemic. No. Oh. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. No, you, you started. I, I went back and looked it up after we talked about it the other day. You started in October after the lockdown came off. Yeah. So you were never there before. Oh, it wasn't. No. I swear. I swear. It was like either you or me was there. Like, well, you came and before. visited whenever you came with yeah. me, but you had not. You'd not been to the gym until after the pandemic. It's so weird how it like changed. Because like I remember how it was when I used to like train like like the first few months. The one thing I remember is Sunny telling me to like do like a dive over him, and I was terrified to do it. <laughs> we were practicing like falls and like rolls and stuff like that. And he was like, you got to just jump over me and save yourself. And I was like, what? No. And he was like, yeah, just do it. And I was like, okay. And then I kicked him in the head. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, see, I told you that would happen. He was like, it's fine. Just do it again. And I was like, no. (laughs) Trial and error. (laughs) Trial and error. uh, Were you going to say that? No. No. Okay. (laughs) Um, Talk to me about respecting the belt. Because that... I almost feel like is the belt is like one of the more sacred things at the gym. What no, even the way you tie the belt too is like really specific. You always have to have the little black black stripe on the right side. I think I explained that in the last you did? podcast. Yeah. yeah, but that's different too from gin to gin. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not everybody do yeah, the right side. Some everyone, everyone could, yeah, everyone could have their belt like on the left side, or everyone could have it have it either their right or their left. You know? I Why? didn't as know long, that. As long yeah. as you know how to tie your belt the right way, you know, you're good. But so yeah. I could go to a tournament and tie it on the left, and I'd be okay. Oh, that seems like sacrilege. That doesn't seem. I don't like. Yeah, that. I, it's wrong. No, <laughs> no. It feels wrong. But yeah. Do no, like some was, gyms like put the over like fold it over like you know how you put it over the what is it the right side over the left side oh you mean the gi yeah no does uh, that change no that doesn't change okay because you know why why because the brand is always you know showing the like little tag on the the lapel yeah you know yeah the the collar so there's there was two instances that actually i've i've seen happen with the belt and this is why i actually say this is um one time while we were doing technique, I believe my belt came loose. This is early in my days. And I, I, I took the, well, I, I, I think it, I don't know if it fell off or if I took it off no, I and I actually that. kicked it. Yeah. Talk, talk to me about that. <laughs> okay. So I kicked it. I just kicked yeah. it like, so I wouldn't slip on it and it kicked mm-hmm. it over against the wall. Oh, yeah. you like you like kicked it. Oh, I physically kicked it. Oh gosh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you're horrified just hearing me say that. I've like I've like, like nudged it over with my foot, but never kicked it. When you know, you train and everything, you know, you have that, you know, you're learning, you're training, you're rolling, everything like that. Your belt has been with you, you know, throughout all of that. That's right. So it's like, you know, you need to show respect to your belt because you know, from that belt 
you have knowledge from that. It's, know, a it's a representation of the work that yeah, you put it, in, it represent, right? Yeah. Like the stripes, you know, you have stripes on that belt because, you know, it shows that, like, you know, you're progressing. You've been training, you know, for a while. So you, you earn some, Yeah, you earn the stripes. And, you know, you throwing away that stripe to the side or kicking it, you know, like, if you put the belt to the side gently or, you know, put it to the side, that's normal, you know? Yeah. But if you, like, you know, throw the belt away and then that's when it shows, like, you know, don't show that you have respect to that for the belt. Of course, it's not like, you know, oh, you know it's my belt and everything. Right. But you need to show respect to it because that belt has been with you for, like, you know, through everything. Blood, sweat, <laughs> tears a little bit. Blood, broken bones. Blood, you know, broken ribs, <laughs> some, some injuries. To you know. me, I, I don't know. It's kind of like I think of it like like it has value kind of like money does. Like yeah. You wouldn't like cut up your money or like, you know, get it wet or, well, Canadian people, they have waterproof money. But anyways, <laughs> but like you wouldn't like, you know, get it all wet or like step on it or something and like kick it around because it has value. So like, why would you do that with your belt? Because it shows your rank and like, you don't just throw it. Yeah. 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 Basically, yeah. basically what she said. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In value. Brazil, like at the gym that was training, if you, you if your belt get untied while you're rolling or doing the drills or whatever, you would have to pay push-ups. Really? Yeah. So it would be like Not. 10 push-ups for every black belt and 10 push-ups for Jure's mom. Even though she is not there, you got to pay 10 push-ups for her as well. <laughs> so so yeah. if there's three black belts at the gym that night, you're doing 30-plus mom's push-ups. So yeah, you're doing exactly. 40 push-ups. Exactly. That's awesome. That's Wait, why, like, just, you know, when you're never going to see my belt getting untied. You I know? actually have never seen your belt untied. Why? Yeah, how, be, how, so what's I, the secret? Have you got glue in there? Dead. No, it never comes really, untied. I don't know. It's just like, I'm not soft with my belt. You know, I really tie it. You know, I don't want it to get out. It's just that. Mine yeah. doesn't come untied anymore. You know, it used to be like that at the gym. No, I didn't know that. It used to. If oh your came off, you man! Don't let Bruno listen if, to this. He's gonna, he's gonna reinstate that. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, um, it's good. It's only one black belt right there, so it's only yeah. ten push-ups. <laughs> um, what was it? I think it was when Juarez showed up. He um, when when Juarez showed up, that's when uh, like if someone's belt came off, or when Juarez showed up, oh, if someone's belt came off, Bruno would like make people pay. It's because Juarez would like look at Bruno, yeah, and be like, "Because the master's what, there." What's this, you know? Yeah. Because you know, respect. Uh, yeah, was respect. it disrespectful for it to come untied on accident? <laughs> no. Well, you're training, and if it comes off, you know. I will say, belts. You know, belts are yeah. annoying. Like when when they do come off, yeah. Like it's are. it's especially for especially when the white belts because. They use it then as an excuse to take a pause because they're tired too, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's what Bruno used to do back then. Yeah. When Imagine that at a seminar where there's a lot of black belts. That's oh, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I actually heard Bruno but, say, but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be everyone paying pushups. It would be the only the people that had their belts off, or it would be yeah. like let's say if you're a rolling. That that that's when you would pay the push-ups after okay. after the roll. So it's not like everybody. No, 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 it would be like if you're rolling with somebody, it would be you and the person that you're mm-hmm. rolling. Okay. Yeah. So that's bad because the person would be upset with you, you know, because it's like I'm paying push-ups because of you. So and, not a good thing. Yeah, and if both of you don't count together or don't count good enough or do sloppy push-ups, you do again. 
Okay, well, we have that. Well, yeah, of course, but, you Thank know. Thank goodness. But, if, you know, if that happens. We'll wait until yeah. you guys finish no, the push-ups yeah. and be like, okay, let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's worse, right? Because you, yeah. if you're, like, at five and you're, like, stop and do it again, you're not going to learn. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. make you do everything again so you learn because you don't want to do everything again. Right. So you better do it right the first time so right. you don't have to do it again. I do my push-ups. <laughs> uh, yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, not too long ago, I watched you do 110 over one round uh, or one um, one session of or one class. Yeah, so that was yeah. a, you get your push-ups in. Um, I did see uh, Bruno actually explained it one time where he said somebody actually had thrown the belt. I th- was this in a kids' class? I think it might have been a kids' class. Uh, maybe. Somebody had thrown uh, the belt. Adult, adult class as well. It's happened before, you know. And he, and he said what is this dirty laundry? Like this, and he explained it just like you did. Mm -hmm. Um, But there is this, that that element of respect. The other thing that I think is interesting, and you mentioned that when we leave the mat, we bow off the mat. But even, even if we go to get a drink of water or something like that, we bow off the mat, we bow back on the mat. And again, it's all about that respect thing. So there's one other thing that we do that involves everybody in the class at the end of every class. There's a word that we say. Tell me, Daphne, what's that word? Us. <laughs> Calling you out. Yeah, yeah us. Guess o- what it means. Us. You'll never guess. <laughs> what is it, what you, does no, it you mean? You should say, if, the, if anyone guesses in the comments, they want a prize. <laughs> it means respect. Yeah. So. Why? What do you mean? Why, why? do we do that? do you know why it's respectful <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically you know it's to, just like yeah to finish off the class you know saying you know like oh like thanks for teaching me like respect. yeah 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 thanks for teaching but also like oh you know good job everybody you know because you know everyone was in the class they did they did their best you know yeah so that's that's well, what we, i see it maybe hopefully maybe yeah. i did my best well, yeah maybe maybe <laughs> did best. oh hey you know maybe you did your best maybe you didn't but you were there you know so yeah. we show respect, you know, yeah. we say all this and we all bow, we all bow at each yeah. other, shake everyone's hands. We all hands. bow, yeah, toward yeah. each other, yeah, essentially. Yeah, we bow yeah. towards each other. We don't just bow like one person, you know, we bow to everyone. Yeah. You know, respect. Respect. Yeah. There's one more thing that you didn't say, how we tie our belt. Mm. We always need face away from the mat. Oh, yeah. that's true. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, it was disrespectful why, why, for me not why? to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, why do we do that? It's respect. It, yeah. it doesn't gonna you know like tie about looking at the person that's stitching. You know, that's you need creepy, to look though. it away. Yeah, you, you stare at the person. That you're yeah, because about. you're fixing yourself. You're not gonna be staring at everybody. You know, like just you gotta respect and look away. So in the last tournament, uh, actually the first tournament that I went to, I was all I was a mess. Like, <laughs> just I was a mess all over the place. Right? They they gave me the the colored belt or whatever it is. You know that you're supposed you're you're the you're the, the second guy. It's yeah. always yeah. too short. And and I I every time I've go, I've gone I've gotten that thing. I'm like I don't want that. Like <laughs> let me not have that one these times. But anyway, you know sometimes there's no need for it, but yeah, they still do it. Yeah. I don't know why that tournament's kind of weird. Yeah. So um, <laughs> so that belt came loose because and and um, I I went to tie it back on and I literally was on the mat and couldn't figure out how to tie my belt. And the guy, the, the referee said to me, he goes, do you need help? And I said to him, I will die if you help me. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I don't need your help. 
And, uh, and then I was like, gathered my thoughts and tied my belt, you know? Uh, but this, at, at this second time, second tournament, the same kind of thing happened. My belt kind of came loose and I was just, uh, tightening it and putting my, my gi had come out. I was putting my gi back in my belt and whatnot. And I started to do that facing Bruno and um, like immediately, nope, can't do that. And I turned around <laughs> Yep. And I was like, this referee is going to wait on me for as long as I want him to wait, wait, you know. And uh, I collected myself, put everything back together, and then turned and faced. And, you know, and then they said the other guy won. Um, so, but yeah, you it, it becomes so ingrained in you after doing it for a while that, like, you can't. I, like, I can't do this. It's like sacrilege. It's yeah. Like, it's like a sin to do it. And it's it's respect. Yeah. That's why, like, every time you go compete or every time you go about, like, you know, shake a professor's hand, like, you have, like, for competition, that ref, he's a professor as well, you know? Sure. Because he's he's got, like, a credential. He's maybe brown belt, maybe pro. Of course, brown, pro belt is questionable. <laughs> <laughs> brown and black belt, yeah. Of yeah. course, you know, shake the ref's hand, you know, show respect, you know, yeah. like, you know. Yeah, short respect. Shake the know. shake the yeah, hand sh- of the other coach. Yeah, no, that's shake the what's hands really of the other weird. Coach is like that that didn't happen when I when I went to the tournament for the first time. I was the only one that shook the ref's hand after the match because like you shake before right, and then you shake your opponent's hand, and then you start the match. Not, the ref didn't even wait for us to shake hands. Like he just started the match without. Yeah, that that tournament's becoming a little sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> it depends, you know. Yeah. Like sometimes you gotta get a. Bad referee. Sometimes they're gonna be yeah. good. It, it also, it all depends. Yeah. There's something else about the competition, like when you're, you know, fighting with someone and the other person get hurt. You can't just like go on top and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna help." You gotta. Well, at least for me, what I learned, you need to get on your knees and face away. You cannot look at the person. You oh, just really? Show, you're just yeah, showing you just, respect. You just sit you know? down and away on your knees and. Which I've yeah. seen a lot of people do in yeah. tournament settings, but I didn't know that that's why. No, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I sit. You down, can't. But you like can't help out or anything them. like that. They, they tell you just sit down, wait, and just that's it. Whatever happens, happens. Now, did you say you would face away from that? Yeah, yeah. That happened once with me, so I just got on my knees and I faced away. Just you know, like you hurt somebody, you know, yeah. it was not your attention. So, you know, just look away and respect their time, you know, like to see if they're going to be good. So, yeah. Yeah. So after my jaw went back in place, did you look <laughs> away from me? I, <laughs> I, I don't remember that, but I think okay. you were fine. <laughs> yeah. I think you were just <laughs> talking about turn agent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say that it was interesting that like the stuff like the whole respect thing and all the stuff that you learn in the gym, you like sometimes use outside of, of jujitsu. Like I bowed into a classroom one time and I've never been more embarrassed <laughs> in my whole life. Like I full on bowed. Through what was the, the class? I think it was English. Well, but you, you respect the teacher. No, I don't. Oh, I mean, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I do. I do respect him. I don't like him, but like, sure. I still like. He's my superior. I have to respect him. I can't be rude, or he'll yep. kick me out of his class. So, um, but yeah, I, I bowed into the classroom, and I was like, "What am I doing?" Yeah. All my friends made fun of me for that. I mean, Just, we, we, we've said it over and over again, and throughout this, particularly these last three podcasts, that um, respect 
uh, or the things that we've learned for Ed Jiu-Jitsu do translate into everyday life a lot. A lot more than I ever expected that they would. It's like a lifestyle. It, it really is a lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and But it's not just about arm bars and, and chokes. And hurting people. And Yeah, it's, it's about so much more than that. Yeah, so really, really grateful to, to both of you and to, and to the other folks who have taught us. Um, and I can't even name them all because every time I roll with somebody that's a, a superior to me, like they teach me something. Uh, and so it's all the guys at the gym. It's all the girls at the gym. It's, it's everybody at the gym. Like they all have had an impact on me and upon my daughter and upon each other. And so that's incredible and uh, major, major respect to them and to all of you as well. So, those. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, hit the bell, and, you know, all that jazz. Go check out our blogs at inbetweenpodcast.com, and we will see you next week. Or, you know, you'll at least hear us next week. Maybe. Oh, right, because we don't have video. <laughs> I'll remember that someday. That's right. We're going to let uh, Huli take a mic home so that he can talk in the mic to his wife. She thinks that he has a romantic voice. Me llamo Juliana. It's nice meeting you all. Have a great one. <laughs>